and welcome to Two Peas in a Pod. We're currently living in a time where there's seemingly a lot of negativity on the news, social media, so we're here to show you that's not the case. We'll find great things happening around the world and to celebrate positive news rather than making it a token piece at the end of a news bulletin. We'll be talking to each other as well as guests and see how they're celebrating positivity. This won't be preachy and it won't be political. Our plan is to be positive and hopefully have a good laugh along the way. I'm Miss Kez. And my name's Ben. <laughs> Welcome to episode 24 of Two Peas in the Pod. Woo! Woo! So, yeah. <laughs> um, as you can hear from the slightly different intro, I'm riding solo this week. Um, so Kez is away on holiday uh, for this week. He's down in Cornwall. Um, and next week, he's moving house. So it's a bit of a busy one uh, for our Kez. And yeah, so you've got me for a little bit. So it's obviously, you know, you don't want to hear me whittering on all on my own. So uh, we're going to make this nice, short and snappy. So yeah, first and foremost, yeah, let's have a quick chat about the week uh, for me. It's been a good one. It's been a really good one. It's essentially just recovering from the swim. And now I'm sure I can talk on Kez's behalf and say that my calves were the most it just painful I've ever felt. Um, they... I mean, after the after the swim, where like there was so much generosity that was happening from all the donations and stuff, and that was just such an amazing um, feeling from receiving all those donations from everybody, which is great. And then to be able to sort of use that as fuel for this swim. Now, I'm not going to lie; I'm a little bit disappointed it didn't quite make the all the way back, but it was it was tough. It was uh, it was choppy. Uh, it was really cold. And after uh, the cramp attack <laughs> of my legs, um, just going into overdrive, essentially, just but yeah, I was they were just cramping when I wasn't even using them. It was, you know, I know Kez had a bit of a um, attack on both his legs about sort of six or seven bays of the beach before we got to the end. Uh, for me, it was about two bays before the end, and yeah, so that was a bit of a warning shot. So I'm going to try and give that another go. I reckon when it maybe gets a bit warmer. <laughs> And it's a bit more calm and the the variables are a bit better for us. But yeah, so yeah, for the last week, I've just been limping. <laughs> um, I'm sure Kez has been doing the same. And yeah, it's been a quite a good one. So earlier on this week, on uh, Tuesday, I recorded a separate little mini podcast thing. So for those who don't know, um, one of the big festivals for me um, in a year, it's not necessarily big in the amount of people that turn up or the bands that you may know, but it's one of my absolute favourite festivals of the entire year um it's just it's so brilliant it's such a good laugh it's just such a family atmosphere it's one of my favorite places to be in the entire world for a weekend which is smugglers festival um here in kent so it's just absolutely one of my favorites it's for so many reasons the people there that i don't see only like anywhere else in the world only at smugglers and it's like i saw them yesterday it's incredible I mix the main stage at the front of house and I've got so many other sort of good friends who are engineers and stuff. We've got a guy called um, Big Will. Uh, Big Will looks after the end stage, as they call it, which is sort of at the other end. You've got uh, John. John Evans, a really good friend of mine who I've done a lot of work with in the past. Um, He's sort of like overseeing everything and making sure it all is swimmingly going to plan. And then um, Phil Wilson um, of IMP, Independent Music Productions, who I do a lot of work with throughout the year as well. Um, who looks after the monitors stage sound on the main stage with me. Now, we all got together and we did a mini podcast. Obviously, for uh, the coronavirus, the festival couldn't go ahead. Now, we ended up doing like a mini podcast thing. They did like a radio show with some uh, previous recordings from the festival's gone by. 
uh, from the years gone by and people sent in exclusive videos and content and stuff. So what they wanted to do is have a chat with the sound engineers, which I thought was brilliant. It was really cool. But in my head, they were just going to sort of like turn it up and be like, oh, and if you move it to 250 milliseconds at 2.4, you know, like just this really nerdy chat. But actually it was, you know, we ended up talking about our favourite colour gaffer tape and why and <laughs> who was our favourite band to mix and where we see all the things going and stuff and that's become its own little sort of mini 45 minute podcast and that's going to be on a Mixcloud link for them and you can check out all the their content as well so um if you're interested in that sort of thing we'll put the link in the show notes and things so uh so that'd be great so we did that so that was a really lovely coming together of engineers and stuff and nerding out about sound things uh, and audio things and doing it for smugglers and stuff which would have been the weekend that uh that's just gone on the first weekend of september and then over the course of the week i've also been paying it forward a little bit i guess and helping my little brother uh decorate his place which is uh just really good fun i haven't been able to see his place that he bought with his girlfriend uh laura so uh a shout out to them an amazing little um place that they bought this little flat and stuff and it's literally right behind um the house where my mum grew up and um, my family still some of my family still live in it now but it's right behind there and where I spent a lot of time because that house it was my nan's house so I was there loads and so it just felt really weird to be back in the same area which I haven't been for a little while just through life reasons and uh yeah so that just this was really kind of coming together of like this place that I used to spend a lot of time with my nan who I've got a lot of love for and yeah, just being by the same play park and stuff where me and my little brother would be like playing around in the leaves in the autumn and being on the play park and stuff in the summer. And so that was really lovely. So a little, really like wholesome little gratitude filled thing. So yeah, so now Kez unfortunately isn't with us. Um, that makes it sound like he died. He's, not, he, he's very much alive. He's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he is, he's away in Cornwall on a holiday. Now he has been uh, very gracious, very professional and has sent in some audio notes um to yeah phone into the radio show so let's have a quick listen from him hey dude uh it's kez phoning into my own podcast from the south coast of cornwall um hope everything goes all right flying solo today thanks mate uh i wanted to send you a little note just to inject a bit of positivity into the show from from old kirino um so it is, what time is it? Ten past eight. As you can hear, there's quite a lot of traffic slash wildlife. My bit of positivity to send to you is Cornwall has loads of geese. <laughs> well, honestly, every ten minutes, like a big flock of geese just go ha, 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 like a big, well, flock of geese, I suppose. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyway, sun's out and it's that kind of morning where you can see the sun and the moon like, one sort of just going to bed, going, oh, leave it to you now, Mr. Sun. Oh, it's a good night's sleep. And the sun's like, oh, morning, everyone. Oh, isn't it a nice day? <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, yeah, we were sort of, yep, another car there, another car, uh, on a main road, but we're just around the corner from the beach, so in a minute, I'm going to finish this cup of coffee and take a stroll along. We're in Par, so it's called Par Sands. Or Par Beach. Um, yeah, meant to be quite nice. So I'm going to go and do that. And then hit the gym in an hour and a half. Um, I've waffled on for long enough. Ben, have fun recording the show on your own. I'll be back in two weeks. Peace and love. So there we go. So Kez is also going to provide us with a bit of uh, good news, which I've not actually heard yet, so this will be cool. 
So yeah, she's got a bit of good news for us, which we'll uh, do later on the show. So so let's kind of do a quick breakdown. Obviously, like I said, um, it's going to be a short one. So we're going to chat about uh, the Big Swim a little bit with all the comments that you guys sent in. So it was just really amazing to see that. Um, so we're really going to briefly go through that around the good news section. So stick around for that uh, if you did make a comment. Um, you featured on the show. You made it. Woo! Uh, <laughs> and we're also going to deal with um, how to deal with the pressure of social media. Just a little post that I found on Instagram, which I thought was just really, just a nice little way to, uh, like a, a good guide on how to change your um, habits for the better um, with regards to social media. Um, and being able to cope with negative feelings at such a crucial time for our mental health uh, across the board. So hopefully these are uh, ways of looking at social media in a more positive way. So yeah, let's get straight into it. Let's do it. So upon scrolling through Instagram, upon scrolling through my social media, what I tend to do is fill it with good news feed stuff, which is then the stuff that I then sort of find to then pass on to you guys. And one thing that really came through for me uh, was a post, one of those like multi-post things where you scroll through on Instagram, which is how to deal with the pressure of social media. I thought it was just just a really good thing to do. I know that we can really get sucked into the world of social media and especially at a time where things are now with, especially when things were in its height with coronavirus and lockdown and with everything going on throughout the news medium, whatever that may be, it's not exactly the most positive thing and it can be quite sort of negative across the board for people's mental health. So I saw this, I thought this would be a great little um, nugget of uh, information for you guys. I mean, let's start off first and foremost with a positive, the benefits of social media. So every day, more people are using social media to promote change and to make a positive difference around the world. Social media is allowing a platform for personal expression um, and can strengthen friendships. Like we've all done it before. Um, we may have seen people, uh, friends of ours and family of ours who have had kids and you go and I go, oh, that's amazing. This is a chance to see your friend or your family's kids uh, growing up and things. And Or alternatively, if someone's gone travelling and you go, oh, that's amazing. I can catch up with their adventures live almost without having to wait for them to get back and things like that. So that's really cool. And, you know, you're connecting through people through in loads of positive ways. So there's definitely loads of good positive there. However, uh, social media is also a place where the images and updates uh, we see from others can create unrealistic expectations. Um, also FOMO, of course, the fear of missing out. I know I get that. Um, and comparing ourselves to other people online can create feelings of jealousy and anxiety, especially if we don't have the tools to understand what's realistic and what's not. It's always the thing, isn't it, of I'm living my best life. That isn't maybe necessarily a really realistic expectation of, of what they're actually doing. And that's not a real representation of their life. So, yeah, I've definitely been one of the FOMO looking at someone going, oh, man, you know. Uh, social media is here to stay. So being able to cope with these negative feelings is crucial to your mental well-being. So here's a few tips on how to use social media in a positive way. Uh, so tip number one, we haven't done a countdown for a while. So here we go. Tip number one, don't compare yourself to others. Social media rarely reflects all aspects of life authentically. The only person who is fair to compare yourself to is you. Make it a resolution to focus on yourself and what you have instead of what people show in their glamorous photos. I can definitely attest to that. That's one thing that I was always taught when I was growing up is to show like gratitude to yourself. Like, what am I grateful for? We spoke about this a little bit in the podcast as well. Just going, you know, well, I've got this and I've got this and focusing on the moment, being present and being and what you have and finding the positives in what 
is about you, you know. So that's that's definitely an amazing number one tip. Uh, tip number two, we just mentioned this previously um, with what I do with my news feeds and my Instagram feed. Curate your own feed. Uh, viewing content that triggers feelings of anxiety or inadequacy will affect your mental health in a negative way. Remove toxic people from your feed and follow content and people that make you smile, inform and inspire you. And that's the important thing is you don't want to sort of, you know, it's a good thing to bring about like a positive news feed and stuff that will make you smile. But you don't want to sort of then negatively impact that and sort of keeping yourself like a, like a wall of like, no, I don't need to know that. Well, you know, there's definitely a, a, a fine line there where you want to sort of keep yourself informed and aware, but also inspired and not sort of triggered and not feeling so angry and annoyed at people and all that sort of thing so that's that's definitely something it's that finding that balance and not going too much but not going too little with that as well uh mind your manners be a kind respectful and polite person when you're online offline too of course um but mindful of the tone you use when sharing or commenting staying positive and open is more likely to encourage others to interact with you rather than negativity or complaints now i've definitely been that person who I used to be kind of scrolling through comments on like a, you know whatever it may be on a particular photo that's gone viral or something, and you end up reading the negative comments and going like, oh okay right yeah okay that's always oh, getting a bit quite aggressive in this sub feed or this sub thread, and and actually the ones I end up interacting with going you know sending a like a like button or the love heart emoji or something or a laugh, it's stuff that's positive you know I, I wouldn't do, like like a negative post and I don't think that many people would. You know, so so yeah, I think that's just a, a good all round tip, as I say, for doing this online and offline as well. A tip number four: it's all about a balancing act. Try to substitute some of your social media time with something positive and productive. You can, of course, even use your phone. You can read a book, listen to a motivational podcast, do some fitness, walk your dog, or cook. Focus on yourself and boost your self confidence. And that's definitely something, you know, for me, it's always a case of like listening to music, meditate as well. Uh, I'll do obviously some Wim Hof stuff with the breathing still. And we've spoken about that previously in the podcast. And, you know, reading a book, like I used to read so much as a kid, as I think people uh, born in the sort of late 80s and into the early 90s were just reading loads. And, you know, there's a bunch of kids who wouldn't have read like all their Goosebumps books in the 90s or something anyway, and they as much as we used to necessarily. I mean, it's quite a blanket statement, but, you know, that actually I'm getting back into reading again. And so, yeah, so that's, a, that's a really positive thing I think you can take forward. And obviously, yeah, listen to positivity podcasts like this one. So well done, you guys. So, yeah, so that's definitely a thing. It's just sort of, you know, you can use your phone, but make sure that you're not sort of just aimlessly and mindlessly scrolling for your little dopamine hit of uh, scrolling through social media next tip use it for the right reasons it's important that we take advantage of all the positive things social media can offer like building meaningful relationships and connections for safe for work and trying to minimize the negatives social media can provide genuine support when you struggle and it offers a platform to express yourself so that's the important thing isn't it is that as long as you're using it for the right reasons and that's going back to curating um your feed as well is filling it with the right people that are going to positively influence you uh, so don't let the pressure from social media stop or change who you are. Social media is not a metric for success. You get to define what success and happiness means to you. Being aware of social media's positive and negative effects on our mental health and tailoring how we use it is no doubt the best way forward. I think that's just just such a lovely little post. It was just like, a, oh yeah, that's really perfect. That's brilliant. And so, you know, we're going to uh, share this on our feed as well, on our stories. And then you can um, have a look at that there. And I think it's just a brilliant little post, um, how we can use social media to sort of better ourselves in our own lives and using it so in a more positive way. Because 
I know that we've, me and Kez have spoken to people in the past and it's very much that case of couldn't look at social media during lockdown. It was just too much. So that's that's an important thing to to take note of there. So, so ways of looking after yourself with social media. Let us know on, uh, on our social media on how you've been coping with uh, social media. If you've been doing any of these tips, uh, let us know on Instagram at 2P Podcast, Twitter at 2P Podcast and Facebook at facebook.com forward slash 2P Pod. So Kez, from Cornwall, mate, you know what to do. It's time for good news. Thanks, mate. God, that microphone and that lead is really long to get from Kent to uh, Cornwall to make sure you can record that. <laughs> so we are just going to rattle through some really quick comments and stuff um, just as a start of the good news for all the positive ways that you guys helped us with the uh, with the swim. Pre-swim, we had people on Instagram sort of saying like, you know, Mrs. Marshy, Claire Marsh sort of um, going up to us and going, oh, good luck, guys, when we couldn't quite do it on the um, Sunday as we had hoped. But across the board, we had so many... Uh, great and positive comments from you all. What was incredible was obviously where my little brother Jack, um, shout out to him, JP Photography, did such an amazing job with capturing the the moments there and did such an amazing job with the photos. What was really funny is, of course, that he captured that moment perfectly when we all just fell like an absolute heap <laughs> where our bodies went limp. <laughs> it just fell out of the water, which is brilliant. And yeah, so that's just, you know, this heroic style exit of the of the sea didn't really happen which is quite funny. <laughs> so um, so a few shout outs to um, some comments across the board. So yeah, first and foremost, we've got some ones from Kelly Hobbs, the mental health teacher saying great work, lads. Uh, Adam Roberts, who we mentioned before, who uh, are inspiration for the beach litter pick, who's just also said, well done, lads. We've got one from Holly White, uh, watch out, Baywatch, well done, lads. And it's, yeah, definitely that kind of feel. It, the really like path- <laughs> pathetic Baywatch of just us falling over. The reason why we obviously started doing it was to raise money for Beirut after the explosion there that happened basically a month ago. Yeah, a month ago. Wow. And uh, my aunt, uh, Mia, who's just said, proud of you, Ben. Thank you so much for raising awareness about Beirut and the Lebanon Red Cross. It's an absolute pleasure. It was uh, an absolute dream to be able to um, do that and sort of do something, at least. We've got one from Joe Warner, um, who's a friend of mine uh, and a, an amazing lighting uh, operator, lighting designer guy from uh, the Marlow Theatre, who says, what an amazing achievement for an amazing cause. So yeah, what an amazing cause it was, mate. Um, so that was really cool. On Instagram, uh, we had uh, Pick a Disc, Matt from Pick a Disc saying, awesome stuff, guys. My other half, Michelle, the Simple Things UK said, bloody love these, referring to all those amazing photos of uh, us acting like goons, essentially. Uh, and the final two, we've had um, Passing Notes, where me and Kez featured on um, the Passing Notes uh, Instagram feed, having a chat about podcasting and music, I'm saying, fair play, dude, we'll happily donate, uh, all the best. Funny one from Colette, who said, these guys are amazing, the sea was rough, they got cramp, swam through lots of seaweed and still managed to do it. Raising funds for the outcome of those affected by the blast in Beirut, well done, guys. So just having that sort of support after the fact, you know, via social media, go back to the whole thing, isn't it, of curating your social media. But yeah, so to have that sort of support post-swim, pre-swim, during the swim, all of those sorts of things. So thank you so, so much. That really helped us and got us through. Um, yeah, couldn't have done it without you guys. So I think it's time for some good news. So uh, I think Kes has got us some good news. So why don't we start with you, buddy? Hey, dude, me again. Uh, thought I would just report in, as you might be able to hear, I found a beach. So I've migrated from my 
garden position. Thought I'd come for a walk, speech just for the dog walkers. It's lovely. It's really, uh, reminds me of Whitstable, but sandy. And the beach doesn't look anything like Whitstable, but it smells like Whitstable. It smells like Whitstable, so it smells like the sea. It's got a universal smell. But okay, okay, let's carry on. <laughs> it's great, because it's sort of like in a valley. And there's a... Uh, like fields, really steep fields with sheep on one side, turn around and you've got like a sort of harbour-y industrial bit on the right. Lovely beach in the middle. It looks a little bit like Sydney. Weirdly, well, there's a beach in Sydney. I can't remember what it's called. Down by the fish market. And looks a bit like that. And anyway, this is the news. This is the positive news that I wanted to uh, throw at you today. I think that's a triple rainbow. I'm going with triple rainbow. I can see all the colours in it three times. It's amazing. It's not even raining. Like, it's a grey cloud. But, yeah, massive rainbow. Like, about three times as wide as a normal rainbow is. So, there you go. Positive start to the day. Walk on the beach and a triple rainbow. Peace out. Nice. Thanks, mate. Triple rainbow. <laughs> We've got one more. Oh, one more audio message that's just come in. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, you're back with positive news with Kes from Cornwall. Uh, today's news story is Kes just skimmed the best skimmer he's ever skimmed in his whole skimming life. Back to you in the studio, Ben. <laughs> Amazing. So, I mean, that's, if anything, the positive news there is Kes is having clearly the best time in Cornwall. Um, so, yeah, good work, dudes. <laughs> Triple rainbow and uh, skimming. He's getting back to nature, which is good. So, uh, first bit of good news. Uh, a bride and groom couldn't host 150 people safely, so they served the food at a homeless shelter for women and children. So, after Melanie and Tyler realised they couldn't host 150 people at their wedding safely, they chose to have a small ceremony and donate the food, which was meant to be for the formal reception instead. The couple contacted Laura's Home, which is a Cleveland, uh, Ohio non-profit that houses homeless women and children and received permission to donate the food that had been prepared. Melanie and Tyler had just one condition. They wanted to help serve the food personally. The newlyweds came in right after the ceremony and passed out meals to women and kids still wearing the clothes from their wedding reception. I asked Tyler what his favourite part of the wedding was, and he told me it was the amount of smiles that it brought, Melanie said. Not only was it the women and children, but the volunteers and workers were happy to see everyone enjoy themselves. So that's incredible. And there's some amazing photos there of just them in you know, full wedding attire and serving out all the food that would have been at the wedding. So amazing, incredible bit of positivity there. Just a small little bit here. The headline simply says, she forgot to roll up her car window, but a caring stranger covered it because it was about to start raining. I parked up my car on an outdoor parking lot. I forgot to roll up my window because my mind was, as always, been on other things. I came back many, many days later and look what a perfect stranger had done for me in my absence. And the, the little note, and it's basically, it'd been covered up some uh, sort of like brown paper and it basically sort of simply said your window was down and the rain was coming I did my best to help you out and it signed the green truck next to you so good Samaritan vibes there and by the time they saw the note the green truck was long gone they'll never know this person uh, who did this for me but hopefully through the means of social media we can find out who the green truck next to the person with the open window was I mean that could have been immense disappointment to come back and gone oh my car is ruined especially if you've been there for a few days and just leaving the car window open so that's really helped out there so um nice little nugget of good news there uh and finally cares from cornwall you know what to do conservation conversation 
expected. So Norwegian researchers discovered a trick. Painting one of a wind turbine's three blades black can reduce bird fatalities by a whopping 70%. Something as simple as black paint could be the key to reducing the numbers of birds that get killed each year by wind turbines. According to a study conducted at a wind farm on the Norwegian archipelago of Smola, I'm going to, that's definitely not how you pronounce that, but <laughs> um, changing the colour of a single blade of a turbine from white to black resulted in a 70% drop in the number of bird deaths. Previous laboratory studies have suggested that birds may not be very good at seeing obstructions while they're flying, and adding visual cues like different coloured fan blades can increase the chances of spotting a rapidly rotating fan. The researchers began this experiment in 2006 and monitored their turbines and gathered data until 2016. Those 10 years of data uh, were then analysed extensively before publishing this summer. In their experiments, their annual fatality rate for turbines uh, of one painted blade was 70% lower than the fatality rate of unpainted blades, which represented the control group. As two groups of wind turbines had no significant differences, the researchers attributed this massive decline in the death rate to the contrasting painting. So, I mean, yeah, what an amazing thing. And obviously, we previously spoke about uh, wind turbines in a past episode. Such a simple, easy thing to do and can help the world of conservation out immeasurably. So that's amazing, incredible good news. So yeah, that's been fun. It's been really cool. It's been really weird chatting to myself. I know we've had Kez in on uh, on the phone, on audio messaging. and uh, But yeah, just really weird just chatting to myself in a room all on my own. But it's been fun. Do let us know if you've enjoyed this little kind of mini version of me chatting on my own. Obviously, we're going to welcome Kez back and with open arms. But if you've enjoyed what you heard, guys, um, do let us know. Let us know on social media in the usual way. Uh, at 2P Podcast for Twitter and Instagram and at Facebook.com forward slash 2P Pod. In case you normally go with this bit, so I'm going to help you out, buddy. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on our website, um, www.2ppodcast.com and get in touch with us via email, just using the email hello at 2ppodcast.com. So please do get in touch. As you know, we read all of your messages and, you know, if you do write in, you've got a chance to feature on the podcast. How cool is that? That's really wicked. Um, so thank you so much for listening, everybody. Peas and love from us both. We've been two peas in the pod. I've been Ben. Kez, you'll see you soon. And we'll see you very, very soon. Peas and love, everybody. Bye, 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 bye.